Yahoo! <laughs> uh, welcome to Yell Parks Pod, the number one podcast for yelling about parks. Uh, unfortunately, this episode we are missing Ola, but we do still have myself. Uh, I'm Ellery. I use they them pronouns. And I am Nick. They them please. Uh, the format of this episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, so we are talking about Mystery Flush Pit National Park, and we wanted to uh, reach out to the community and hear a little bit about uh, people's experiences and like how their visits to the park have gone. Yeah, this is a really unique park. I really like this one. It's very fun. Yeah, yeah, it, it's very fun. It's... Uh, Definitely very different from yeah. um, a lot of the parks that we have covered before. Um, so Mystery Flush Pit National Park is in the Permian Basin region of West Texas. Uh, it is inside the Chihuahuan Desert with uh, plateaus, mountains, and large stretches of desert scrub flatlands. The main feature of the park, right, it's the whole reason we're talking about it, is the massive subterranean organism that inhabits the park. Um, according to the Mystery Flesh Pit National Park website, a 1979 expedition team was able to reach uh, an unprecedented depth of 19,000 meters below the entry orifice. Um, they've also sent in like unmanned probes that have been able to go deeper, but obviously, like, with such extreme depths, it's really hard to transmit any data. Yeah, we're not really good at that with yeah. most things, to be honest. It's not just a this park thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it, it is hypothesized that uh, the creature may extend down into the Earth's mantle. Um, so there are uh, scientists, of course, who think that uh, the creature is actually native to the interior of the planet and has, um, you know, been using some of the geological features of the park uh, to kind of poke up to the Earth's surface. The park itself was actually discovered by a pilot well drilling crew in 1973, um, right? So um, oil, especially in West Texas, is yeah. like a very big part of the economy. But the Anodyne Corporation was able to start uh, developing the pit for visitors and was eventually opened as a tourist attraction in 1973, in the 1980s, which feels like a really fast turnaround. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, the uh, Mystery Flash Pit was uh, absorbed into the national park system uh, and remained a national park until it was closed in 2007. So let's get into uh, some of the submissions that we have. Yeah, I can go ahead and read the first one. Mm -hmm. um, so this is from one of our lovely listeners, uh, and this write-in reads, it's, ooh, hmm, it's all a lie. Oh. The government are covering the truth, 
Nixon started started it to hide the failed NASA launch of Skylab 4. It's a soundstage open to the sky to show stars and the orbital footage? It is. Orbital is in quotations. Yeah. I don't know what they mean by that. Yeah, unclear. Unclear. Um, wake up sheeple. Uh, flesh stands for failed launch exit space hustle. They took three years to hire and train actors to pose as Taurus for when it... Again, in quotation marks. Also in quotes, yeah. For when it opened to the public, Anodyne Inc. isn't even listed on the stock markets. Carter, once again, in quotes, gave it to the, in quotes, park <laughs> services. What do you mean park services, in quotes? That doesn't yeah, make why, sense. It, it is weird to put, like, the... The National Park Service is that exists. a real entity. Yeah, I promise. <laughs> the, um, like, you can go talk to park rangers. It's not that, like, that's literally their whole job. Right. Okay. So, Carter gave it to the park services after Voyager apparently passed Saturn. Coincidence? Question mark. They didn't need the soundstage anymore, so they started to decommission it. With the internet, we can find out the truth, and that's why they closed it for real in 2007. There is no super organism, just old sets and security guards. Question everything. So, um, okay, so that's from mm, government cover-up 8129? Uh, yeah, so I mean, this is, like, one of the risks of putting a, a public response for on the internet, right? Um, but, like, I I promise that like the science is real. It, it, this feels very like conspiracy theory, and it I think it's Im important to like interrogate the sources that you have. Yeah, right? but you know, like it's okay to like it's okay to question things, but also like make sure that you're doing the research on it yeah also. also i don't know maybe this is just me but if you use the phrase wake up sheeple yeah um, that is <laughs> not to pick apart your uh your right in here government cover up 8129 i don't know what those numbers mean i bet they mean something i don't know i don't know we maybe should have gone we through yeah. and read these first <laughs> um so yeah there's a lot of red flags in kind of the way this was written and i think it's important that like when you're talking about things like don't obviously like don't take everything at face value that you're reading online but also like wake up sheeple is not <laughs> normally going to lead to like strong arguments no no i mean like although okay so this you know, this at least shows part of the reason why we do this podcast in the first place. Yeah. So, because I, I think I think that it it is fair to like question why the park was closed, right? Because it it obviously is a flesh pit. <laughs> it, yeah, so it's a flesh pit. It's not like normal for. I mean, parks close all the time, right? Like Yellowstone closed for a couple months because of flooding. Yeah. Um, over the summer of twenty twenty. Too, I think that sounds right. Right, but something, but like this has been closed since two thousand seven. It's a long time. There hasn't been a whole lot of information that's come out about it. 
So I think it's fair to have questions. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't, yeah. I didn't look into why it closed, but like, I don't know, maybe funding or something. I wouldn't be surprised, but. Yeah. I mean, it, that it's, it wouldn't shock me. No. Yeah. Um, but, but let's, yeah. go, let's, let's move, move on, on to it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So next submission. Okay. Well, mm. one star, very far from the nearest city, very expensive to camp there, and the campsite was way too humid and had noxious pits filled with mysterious liquids. Uh, we did get to see some creatures, and I fed them some Cheetos. Don't, don't. feed the wildlife. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> We've talked about that a lot. You shouldn't. Um, and this is exactly why. Uh, yeah. I fed them some Cheetos, but one got my leg. If you're not conditioning them to interacting with humans that's far less likely to happen yeah i tried to speak to a ranger about this but she brushed me off and told me to read the rules so rude i i am on the ranger's side yeah i mean i know we don't swear but if some comes to me of i fed a you didn't even say what critter it is i want to know what critter it is but if you're like, I fed an animal some Cheetos and then it bit me. I mean, national parks have signs everywhere. Like, Yeah, I, I think it's important to remember that like when you are going to a national park, like it's you're not visiting a zoo. No, not at all. Like these are wild animals. And it's important to like be cautious and avoid interacting with them as much as possible. Right? Yeah. Like there is... To an extent, like, on every park visitor, an onus to practice responsible park visiting. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, and that one is from Unhappy Camper 36. Which, um, which... yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, I, it's disappointing that you didn't have a great experience there. But mm-hmm. hopefully, uh, if you're ever able to go back, you know, you've learned something. Um. And are able to have a better experience next time. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. This next one is is nice, though. Uh, just skimming it quick, I think. Um, so this one is from Lang Swegton. Thank you for writing in. We appreciate it. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. So this one says, my story isn't too long, so I'll try to give as much information on it as possible. So when I was a kid in the 90s, I was fascinated with the natural world, and the pit was no exception to this rule. So for my birthday, I asked my mom to take me there, and after a little persuasion, she said yes. When we got there, I was I was stuck. I'm assuming that's supposed to be struck. Maybe struck, yeah. Yeah, I was struck with a sense of wonder unlike anything I've ever experienced before. So we went on a couple hikes and camped in the pit. It was probably my favorite place to go before it's closing, but I'll always cherish those memories. So that's sweet. That's cute. Yeah. That's really cute. I Hopefully they're able to, like, you know, get the park back open. Um, Hopefully you'll be able to go back. Yeah. I, I think it's really nice, especially, like, because that's where a lot of my park memories come from, right? Is, like, going places as a kid. And it's really nice to be able to go back to those places as an adult and re-experience them. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know what their status is with opening it, but I'm glad you have those memories. That sounds really nice. Yeah. And, like, for your birthday, too. That's really cute. 
Yeah. Yeah, so thank you for writing in Lang Swegton. Um, this is sweet. I like this one. Yeah. That was, I, I really like that one. That one was nice. Um, let's see. This next one is... Oh, this is a, another family uh, family visit. Yeah. Um, so this next one says, uh, My dad once told me that he wanted to try something new and more of uh, physical activity, and so I convinced him to go to the Mystery Flesh Pit National Park. When the tour guide told us about the different activity at the park, the hiking got my dad's attention, so we decided to go hiking, and we were directed to go to the Southern Bronchial Forest. Oh my god, I was so surprised to see how big this place was. I was worried about my dad being overwhelmed because he's already old, but my dad looks happy, and so we started to go hiking and feeling the breeze there. Um, we spot different species in there, like this thing that looks like mushrooms, but it's colored green. My dad was weirded out, but we proceeded to walk until we reached the overlook. The moment we get there, uh, it's an overwhelming experience. That was the first time I saw my dad smile and looking relaxed. I will never forget this day. Thank you, Anna Dine, for making this park exist. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's... Again, like a really great, uh, and uh, thank you, Alto, uh, at underscore Alto Arcadevir on Twitter um, for sending this in. Uh, I'm really glad that you got to, like, have this bonding time with your dad. That sounds so sweet. Yeah, it sounds like a really nice experience. I'm, like, a little jealous. I mm -hmm. want to see the cool mushroom creatures and stuff, but... Yeah, I think that's what's so disappointing about the park closure is that it's like this is the only place really you can go to see things like that right and you know being close for almost 20 years at this point it's like there's so many people who just haven't been able to have those experiences and it's really sad to see that yeah i would be interested in knowing like what the park looks like now though and like the creatures mm -hmm without having all that human interference of like tourists and stuff coming through yeah yeah i'm really curious that would be a really interesting yeah kind of see how things at. have changed um yeah. in the last couple years yeah i feel like there's something that like maybe we can revisit if they ever uh open things back up yeah or i mean you know scientists are always doing stuff maybe they have studies going on mm -hmm. so that's true like, just because it's closed to the public doesn't necessarily mean that there is not other research going on, right? Because that, that's another function of the National Park Service. Right, exactly. And so this is the last one. We're running out of time, mm -hmm. so we're just going to read this last one. Um, when I was 14, my foot got stuck in a gap on the metal walkway on one of the walking trails, and I broke my ankle. Uh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, two rangers and my dad had to help carry me out. It sucked, but they gave us free hats. It was probably to keep my family from suing for the faulty walkway, but who cares? <laughs> free hats. Um, also, the nachos from Jim's place gave me explosive diarrhea on that same trip. Well, I'm sorry to hear about that. Um, glad we get to keep our thing of the National Park podcast that talks about poop yeah. um yeah yeah but sorry that happened 
Congrats on the free hats. Yeah. And I, I think that it that's also why it's important to, like, make sure when you're going into a park that, like, you have a way to communicate with people. Um, yeah. And that, especially, like, going with other groups where it's, like, if something happens, like, it's always good to have someone with you. Yeah, exactly. Right? Especially if you're, like, going hiking or something. Yeah. Yeah. And that one's from Herbie Kirby. I don't know what social media. Maybe... Mm, I'm not going to guess because I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it probably either Twitter or Tumblr because I think that's where um, this went out mostly. But Yeah, that makes sense. Well, so it sounds like, you know, some people had good experiences. Yeah. You know, kind of a mixed bag. Kind of a mixed bag. But it is nice to see that, like, they're... You know, especially, like, people are still going out, having a good time with their family. I'm really glad that this park was able to do that for folks. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the nice things about the park service in general, Mm -hmm. you know? It really gets to bring people together and, like, appreciate nature, get the family all together. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, But, yeah, so that is, I think, going to wrap up this episode um again it's a shorter one but it's nice to like be able to hear other people's experiences yeah no definitely so is there anything we want to plug before we go yeah so mystery flush pit national park is a project written and illustrated by trevor roberts so definitely want to plug the uh mystery flush pit national park website uh and shout out to trevor roberts for getting some really cool stuff out there yeah yeah very neat and then so for our next episode should be on amami gunto national park uh located in japan either amami gunto or we'll be talking about citizen science (laughs) yeah we'll see we'll see how editing shakes out exactly yeah, so if you want to get in touch, you can email us at yelparkspod at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter or Tumblr at yelparkspod. And with that, I think our final Yahoo. Yahoo! <laughs> it's weird doing it with only two people. It is. It's much weirder. 